headlines for the day. Well, this is about to be a headline because I'm about to uh, sneeze. There we go. The headline yeah, is aller- allergies continue to rage through the United States. I think we got a cold going through our house, not just allergies, but mm. could be allergies. Mm. My wife, every time she gets a cold, she ends up with uh, it turning into an infection where she needs antibiotics. Like, oh, really? Like practically every time. Oh, huh. she's one of those people. Um, they've bumped back impeachment. They're going to slow down on it. So all the talk was the impeachment, the full house vote delivering articles of impeachment to the Senate was going to happen by Thanksgiving. Now the news is it's going to happen around Christmas. So, oh boy, a present for America. <laughs> Are you? Uh, that's good. That's kind of good for me. I was getting nervous because I'm going to be out Thanksgiving week, and I really uh, I don't want to miss the big action. I have no if idea if there what is this. any. Yeah, I don't have any idea what that's going to look at like for us in terms of covering it. I sure as hell don't want to air hearings every dang day. Oh no, 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 no. No, and there's no need. So much of it'll be so mundane. Well, the, which, which part will take the most time? The uh, the House part or the Senate part? <sighs> well, probably the House. I mean, they've well, got the House is they're doing their stuff behind closed doors. So then they're gonna so drop, far. Then they're gonna drop articles of impeachment and vote and pass them. Then it'll be all about the House, right? I mean, I, all about the Senate. I think the debates on uh, the the committee work actually drawing up the articles. I'm not sure how much of that will be public. I mean, unless it's classified, it had better be. I mean, yeah, it has to be out in the open. But investigations almost always take longer than trials. Um, Because I was going to say, Mitch McConnell announced the trial in the Senate will start around noon or one every day, which for the location of our broadcast means we won't have it. Right. Which is good news as far as I'm concerned. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah, not live anyway, yeah. Uh, a couple has sued Taco Bell for the fine print in a TV ad. They're advertising $5 Chalupa Cravings box. Yeah. The Chalupa Cravings box, which includes a Chalupa Supreme. It's a five-layer burrito, crunchy tacos. early death. Along with cinnamon twists and a medium drink, all for $5. Yeah. But this couple went to their Taco Bell. They got two of the Chalupa Cravings boxes. Mm-hmm. And it came to a total of twelve eighteen before Can taxes. Can we call them CCBs for the rest okay. of the story? <laughs> they got two of the CCBs. Um, and it came to, uh, they said that'll, uh, that's twelve eighteen before taxes. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, five dollars. Wait Five dollars is ten dollars, right. not twelve eighteen. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to tell me that. These people, rather than just paying the extra two eighteen, are saying to the person, I thought there were five dollars. And they say there's some extra money. And I say, oh, and then just pay, <laughs> which is the way I would do it. That is false advertising, though. Um, you can't yeah. you can't advertise twenty dollar pumpkins and and then sell it to me for twenty two. Well, yeah, but what are you going to do? Cite a seasonal favorite. Well, you shouldn't. But what are you going to do when it happens to you? I'm just not going to come Stand back for something. <laughs> come right through that drive through window like somebody who goes viral. Get on try my, to fight the uh, hourly employee. Jump the, uh, on them like a spider monkey. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, so the throw the, my drink right in her face. The manager, but I'm going to wrap this chain around your head. That's, that's one no, option. that's too much. The uh, the manager yeah, don't cut him with some some dulled rusty blade either, Joe. <laughs> the manager, who was probably 20 as opposed to 18 years old, oh sir, had to explain to the customers who apparently demanded to speak to the manager. Yes, that there's a disclaimer in the ad that says prices may vary, and it does appear in the TV ad, but the text which is one-sixteenth the size of the font of the other words in the ad. That's a tiny little font. And then is um, uh, 
a, a different, uh, such a color that you can barely see it on the screen. Right, exactly. It's obscured by the gray background. And so now a lawsuit has been filed by the couple's, well, by the couple, I'm saying by the couple's lawyer, sure. who's decided they can do a class action and that oh. millions of people across the country have been damaged by this this advertising. And While it is $2 to my clients, it's hundreds of millions to Taco Bell, says the lawyer who realizes I'm going to buy a boat. Um. He's talked to people in 25 states who were similarly misled by the Taco yeah. Bell offers. Yeah, what about Dad? Yeah. Or the class action lawsuit, so rife, ripe for abuse. I have no problem with Rife with and ripe for abuse. I don't like companies lying to me. I don't like the, your disclaimer is kind of gray on a white background and it's tiny font and there's no way I can read that for the half second you put it up there. Right, and your Mexican food has nothing to do with Mexico. <laughs> That's a different thing, Joe. Right. How about a class action suit over that? No Mexican in the world has ever eaten this crap. No, what about that? I do like the lawyer's point. I've been all through Mexico. I haven't seen a single seven-layer burrito. Or a Mexican pizza. No, indeed. Completely unknown in that fine, fine nation. That is melting down, by the way. The whole cartel thing in Mexico? It's double ugly again. Anyway, more on that later. I do think that the lawyer's point of it's only a dollar per person, but that's hundreds of millions of dollars to Taco Bell. I think if you steal a dollar from a million people, you should be treated the same way as if you stole a million dollars from one yeah, person. And I, and I ultimately, oh, yes. yeah. I ultimately, I like businesses who don't get to, to pull one over on us, and they're clearly trying to pull one over on us. I, because I'm as cynical as I am, I just I expect everything to be a lie. Ads from places like that, I expect it to be misleading. Uh, when, when when somebody says there's a guarantee on something, I expect to not be able to take advantage of that guarantee. Mm, if you're I ever a cynical need to. man. Well, I'm usually bitter, right. Bitter I'm usually man. right. That's what they're counting on. No, that guarantee doesn't count because of, okay, words, words, words. I don't right. get my guarantee. Right. It's like for years, I used to uh, uh, buy and sell musical instruments, but I'd ship them around. I always bought the insurance. Finally, something showed up broken. I went to claim the insurance with UPS. I'll mention it. It actually happened, so oh, I, my. I'm protected. And they said, well, unless you can prove it happened um, while we were delivering it and not once you got it, then it doesn't count. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, so then the insurance is pointless. Yeah. So we don't know whether maybe the guy who sold it to you smashed it up, then put it in a box. Or right. maybe you got it and you thought, I know what I'll do. I'll smash up this instrument I just bought. People do that all the time. <laughs> yeah, but unless, you know, so, so then I thought, oh, okay, so buying insurance is dumb. So ever since then, I've stopped buying insurance because there's no point in it. But hmm. I expect to be ripped off by all this stuff. That's not good. I don't want companies to get away with it. So. Forcing Taco Bell to have in actual print on a background you can read for more than a blink of an eye, I suppose, is fine. I don't like the idea of some lawyer getting to buy a new boat because of it, but I don't know how else you work it through the system. These these dullards who actually brought the manager out and turned their uh, little trip to Taco Bell into a two-hour <laughs> excursion seems a little ridiculous. These but... principled individuals, yes. <laughs> Not how the, I want to spell my probably drunk uh, my probably drunk weekend uh, evening talking to the manager at the TB. So there you are arguing with the poor guy. He's got to get back to the fake cheese vat and stir it, otherwise it'll congeal. He's getting stressed. You're getting stressed. Nobody needs Who's that. Who's winning here, other than the the lawyer in his boat? I keep mentioning. So there you are. On public transit, like a good citizen commuting to work, and you're beset by beggars every day. No begging, says the vast majority of American cities, but not San Francisco. The fight to get beggars off of Bay Area rapid transit trains coming up in moments on the Armstrong and Getty Show. 
Armstrong and Getty Show. We talk about the homeless situation on the West Coast a lot because, well, it's because it's it's incredible. I mean, it's it's awful. It shocks the conscience and the nose. Scares people. It's unsafe. It's disgusting. A lot of us have had incredibly frightening situations like my family had. It's uh, you deal with it depending on where you live. You deal with it every day. Every day I come into work or walk out of a building pretty much. Um, we got this text. My family and I live in Monterey County, and as a 29-year-old, I've personally watched our town be ravaged by homelessness, illegals, gangs, and overcrowding. Yep. That's what I said in a city council meeting. I said, it didn't used to be this way 20 years ago when I was here. Does anybody think this is better? Does anybody like the direction it's going? Well, then we got to do something different. Sometimes it's on your way to work that you're beset by various characters, and the question of panhandling on public transit is front and center at the Bay Area Rapid Transit uh, District. And Deborah Allen is a director, BART District 1. She's been on the Armstrong and Getty Show before, and she is trying to rein in that sort of behavior. Deborah joins us now. How are you? Good morning. I am doing great. How are you? Excellent. We're fine and dandy. We're glad you're you're trying to get something done. Um, Now, listen, there are varying ways to approach this around the country i know some places will let somebody strum a guitar and take tips in in a a designated area um what's the problem what are you trying to get done well so um that is true uh uh, five transit uh the five of the ten largest transit systems in the united states uh actually have uh panhandling ordinances that prohibit the panhandling inside of their system, uh, for example, once you go through the fare gate, but they do provide areas outside of the fare gates in plazas and designated areas for artistic expression of various sorts. At BART, um, we don't have an ordinance, and for the last almost three years, I've been a BART director, and people complain a lot about a lot of things on BART, but panhandling is one of you know those items that the average rider going to work every morning and coming home each night they just are tired of it. So, and just for seems- folks not familiar, are people allowed to hit me up for money in the cars as I ride to work and home? Yes, there is a, a penal code section that prohibits aggressive handling and so you can imagine how hard it is to draw that line sure. uh, but essentially even though that penal code section is in place our own BART police department was handed uh, a policy a couple of years ago that further defined when they could actually act upon a complaint of aggressive panhandling and essentially it's never well that that's pretty interesting I mean when San Francisco's own mayor Former Mayor Gavin Newsom, you know, he had his big, uh, he had his big push for a while for not giving change to beggars, but it's allowed on the Bart. And part of the reasoning was the there are there's there are programs out there for people who are actually down and out for food and beds and all that sort of stuff. These people are begging for booze and drug addicts, so it's allowed or for drugs. So people on Bart are allowed to walk around and gather money for more booze or drugs. <laughs> That's what's going on. Yeah, or or actually, it it it, 
in in a lot of cases it's it's a different scenario it's actually people who have learned to do this every day and it's it's sort of like they're living no, they're actually yeah. making an income um, on it they're okay. professional beggars yeah well, fantastic yeah and, and and we have three main categories of the most common uh people who ask for money one is the dancers the performers the singers um they come onto the trains regularly almost every day and they do a short performance in between stations and then they go around and pass the hat the second one is there. there is a group of, of women who carry around uh, infants to Ooh. two-year-olds, oh. and they're always sleeping for some reason. People notice that. Oh. that these children are always asleep. Oh. And they walk That's around with rough. a sign and ask for money. Um, and then the third one is we have what we call the tissue people who walk around and hand each writer a little package of tissues with a note that tells their sad story and ask them for money. Well, wow, that that's interesting that you've broken it down to those three categories. I've always kind of enjoyed the performers, but um, you know, yeah. I, I suppose you start codifying this stuff and it gets difficult. Well, um, the, has anybody? Isn't there a mandatory wellness check on all those kids to figure out what's going on there? Yeah, um, it's within it's the transit system. <laughs> well, there, I would think there'd be enough men. Men, what do you call mandated reporter? If you're a therapist of any kind, if you're a doctor, if you're in any kind of law enforcement, I think teachers, all kinds of people are mandated reporters. I think there'd be wellness checks on these children. You can't just walking around with always sleeping babies or toddlers. I wouldn't think, but anyway. Yeah, there are actually local reporters that have um, done investigative work on this and they've followed these people out to their mercedes and audis in the parking lot um and then even one reporter followed the uh people who were doing this regularly out to their luxury condos uh in the bay area so they're not so you know this is sort of a the conversation is around, well, are these poor people or are these just people who have learned how to make a decent living off well, of this type of activity? Listen, uh, Deborah, Deborah Allen is a uh, Bay Area Rapid Transit uh, director from District 1. Uh, you know, you probably know this from us, but the uh, the super compassionate crowd lets their own desire to be enlightened blind them to the simplest bits of logic. And the idea that you can abandon all order in the name of compassion and have a society is just, well, it's it's unrealistic. And the simple reality of it is if I'm sitting, and it, particularly if I'm a, a woman or a slightly built guy or whatever, I'm sitting, they're in my personal space, they're looking at me, and they're asking for money. Or if they're, you're with your kids, all right, doesn't matter yeah, who you are. You have tremendous vulnerability. <clears throat> there is an element of, of vulnerability there, and I better comply, um, that people should not be subject to every single day as they ride to and fro work. It's just not right. I don't mind if you got some guitar strumming zone or somebody can do their dance or whatever in the station or what have you. I'm okay with that. I've wanted to take my kids on BART. I haven't for these very reasons. How likely would I encounter some of these situations you just described if I ride BART with my kids? Uh, If you ride on the weekends, very likely. If you ride in the afternoons in the core between San Francisco and, um, you know, the outer parts of Oakland, um, very likely. They tend to not do it on the really super crowded trains uh, during the commute hours as much in the the heaviest part of the commute. Yeah, there's no room for my cello on there. 
Yeah, they're packed in there, you know, and there's really not much room to ju- to move. All right. Well, Deborah, keep fighting the fight for decent, hardworking, tax-paying people who just don't want to be bothered by professional beggars. Uh, we're with you. Thanks for the time. Well, thanks. I hope that uh, if any of the, your listeners are from the Bay Area, they're, uh, this is coming to our board meeting at 9 a.m. on Thursday in oh. Oakland. If you can be there, um, be there. It makes a difference. Bart.gov. Go there. Yeah, Bart.gov. All right, Deborah Allen, thanks a million. Good to talk to you. That's B-A-R-T.gov. Yeah. So Gavin, at least, is theory back in the day. I don't know what the current stance is, but when Depends he is, which way the wind blows. When he, is, go on. when he is mayor of San Francisco, he said, look, this is how many gazillion dollars we're spending on beds and food and water and medical care. So don't give money to beggars. So her categories of I don't know if they're poor or just professional beggars doesn't matter. There's no. money for them somewhere else. Yeah. They don't need to get it there. There's no excuse for allowing it. Right. They're just beggars. Ay, ay, ay. I don't, I don't know. What's, how how what, long how does, can I live in Crazyville without how, going crazy myself? Yeah. How, how, how does a society end up like this and put up, putting up with this? I'd like my kids to ride the BART and get the cool experience of, you know, mass transit and just the, the views, and it's kind of fun, but not not with that crowd. No freaking way. wear gloves. No freaking way. Marshall's got his news coming up next. So I'm kind of excited about Marshall's newscast because he's going to do what I think is a completely crap story that shouldn't even be on our air. Whoa, easy now. And we can have a discussion about that because I I, I sense I'm in the minority on this. But I think these stories are just crap. There's no point we have them on at all or even talk about them. It's a waste of time and effort. And I die inside every time we do them. Here's the news with Marshall. And now, Armstrong and Getty attack their beloved newsman. No, I want to have it on so we can discuss it. All right. Senator Lindsey Graham said he agrees with President Trump that the Democrats' impeachment drive is like a lynching. So, the long and short of it, and these stories happen every single day. Trump says something outrageous. People react on the right or the left. And then some news that nobody pays any attention to covers it. It's not entertaining. It's not enlightening. It doesn't even last a day. By, by, by Thursday, nobody will remember this even happened. Why do we want to discuss this stuff? Why? I, I die inside when we do these stories. Gets us closer to the end of the show. There are other things to talk about. There's so many things in the news we could talk about. I know. Dig into the second page, the third page, whatever. Is right. there a reason we should do these stories? I want to figure this out once and for all. Well, you, you, you have to decide which of these stories are these stories. This one's crap. Most of them are crap. 90% right. of them are crap. All right. Well, then you need to choose them every day, since you feel so strongly about Well, does everybody disagree with me? How do we keep ending up with the crap stories? Do you all think they're interesting and important? I, I all because of them? That's every, an unfair question. Every Friday, we get to uh, Clips of the Week, and they'll be, that happened this week? Nobody even remembers it happened. They're just crap. They're crap stories. And Trump, whether you're a Trump liker or a Trump hater, you could not want them on the air because you like Trump, because they don't serve him any good. You could not want them on there because you hate Trump, because I think he's jerking the media around to give him something to talk about every day. Mm-hmm. But it just they have no significance whatsoever. He says something outrageous, people react, then tomorrow he'll do it again. I find the verbiage that the president chooses to use worthy of discussion. I just die yeah. inside every time I have to get stories. yelled at. That's fine. I appreciate <laughs> I just... you sticking your head up. Yeah. Hanson, you want to get yelled at next? 
No, if you all disagree, I will acquiesce. And I will just die inside and keep my mouth shut when we do these oh, stories. Oh, that's fair. You not participating in them isn't a, a, a good solution either. No. I just I can't right. participate in them because they're stupid. I can't participate because they're just stupid. Which stories. ones? The ones that have no meaning. Right. Like this one. He right. just says something outrageous to get a reaction out of people and then people react. Yes. That's not a that what is that? For national conversation. I don't think it is. I don't, actually, I don't actually think it is. I don't no, actually think it not. is a national co- There no. are tens of thousands of people that pay attention to it on cable news. But outside of that, I don't think real people are actually discussing this stuff. No, and certainly not. I mean, if you ask people what they're concerned about in their lives, it wouldn't come anywhere close to the top. Most of the cases that you're ranting and yelling about like you're unhinged. Most of them. Meanwhile, New York City and the state of California are suing the U.S. Postal Service to stop tens of thousands of cigarette packages from being mailed from foreign countries to foreign U.S. Foreign cigarettes, residents. for instance. I'm constantly worried about that. <laughs> a lawsuit filed in... Don't we have a vaping story? Or a coffee study? <laughs> a lawsuit filed in Brooklyn Federal Court blames the Postal Service... For cigarette tax evasion. Yes. Helping to facilitate smugglers from abroad. (laughs) Wow. Thanks for posting that picture of a (laughs) rat-eating monkey up on the screen. As I'm trying to... Oh, my God. Wow, look at that. Now, see, that's a headline that grabs people's attention. Yes. Rat-eating monkeys in Malaysia stun scientists. Yes. Huh? Wow. Nice, tasty rat in the evening. Fantastic. We've been gathering coconuts all day. I'm Killer. sick of coconuts. Time for a good, juicy rat. I'll just read the first paragraph. Killer monkeys are found to be catching and gobbling up large rats in Malaysia. Stunned scientists. Wow. All right, Look at That's that. a gross picture. It's a pigtailed macaque, if I'm not mistaken. All right, how about this one? The financial advisors have weighed in on World Series investment opportunities for you. Houston in five. The Astros have opened up as the biggest favorites to win the World Series since 2007. Houston will face the Nationals. They are currently 235 to win it all with Washington listed as plus 195 underdogs. I'll always remember, was it 1988? A's fans certainly know. And Dodgers fans. When Bob Costas said the beginning of game one, this might be the worst World Series team that's ever been on a field, the Los Angeles Dodgers, going up against the powerhouse A's who could not be beat. Mm. And, of course, the Dodgers won. So you never know. Exactly. No, you don't. So with the Astros defeating the Yankees to make it to the World Series, this wrapped up the first decade since the 20s that the Yankees have not made a World Series. Wow. Oh, no it's been a hundred years of they've made at least one World Series in every decade until this one. That's pretty interesting. And one last note, Duncan, my friends, is rolling out a new plant-based menu option. Duncan says the Beyond Sausage Sandwich will be available nationwide after they did a uh, test run in New York. The highly anticipated sandwich, their verbiage, not mine, will be in restaurants starting November the 6th. A new plant-based menu option. Yeah, I was going to mention, uh, Joe hates it when we uh, do advertising for people. Normally um, we sell that. <laughs> it's how I feed my family. <laughs> Domino's has got a, uh, for, I forgot the name of it. I'll have to Google it. I heard it on the news. It's pretty interesting. It's a, uh, like, you spin the wheel type of thing. Oh. You get a pizza. One slice a, is super spicy. Yeah, it's a roulette pizza 
where one of the slices has like the the whatever the the habanero ghost pepper sauce or whatever is on it. And you, super crazy spicy, you one to, piece. You have to specifically ask for it, and then yeah, you, you just you spin the pizza around. Whoever gets the slice, well, you're not having a good night. <laughs> wow, <laughs> food as punishment, yes, or just it'd be kind of fun if you're sitting around with a bunch of people, the right group of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's nutty. <laughs> and oh man, that's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Giddy Show, the conscience of the nation. Listen, if you just don't want meat in your body, it's fine. Just for God's sake, don't tell me about it. Or if you think, you know, the hog farms and cattle yards of the world are polluting the, the earth, all right, I can respect that. But the not meat burgers and sausages and the rest of it, they're not better for you. No, the the, the argument for doing these is not yeah. the health of the individual. It's, it's in the, environment. Yes, yeah. yes. Okay, all right, fair or enough. Or you care about animals. Yes. Right, yeah. I can Me, see don't do it. I can see a, a fake sausage patty on my breakfast sandwich. That's That's fine with me. I don't mind that. I don't need it to be meat, but uh, particularly the 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 sodium in these things tends to be right. quite high when right. compared That's to traditional meats. Yeah. I, I shouldn't do that. So, so do, I'll just keep eating ground up hogs. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, grind them down into delicious little something. Oh boy, throw a little of this in, a little of that. Oh man, mm, slap it on a on a bun or something. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I'm not good gonna, pig. I'm not That'll gonna, do pig. I'm not going to do it for the animal rights part of it i suppose i could do it for the global warming part of it if you convinced me that enough of us eating fake sausage instead of real sausage would make a difference yeah well the production of meat is is problematic as you know you're from cattle country and you know what a hog farm smells like and all that poo has to go somewhere and it's just it it's you know it's not great if there's a better idea I used to spend all day long for a while. My job was to to scrape the pens, and that is oh, you just oh, you oh, drive yeah. a great big tractor with an air conditioner, listening to a ball game. Freaking awesome! Yes, <laughs> yes, please. But all day long, I would I would just scrape dung into giant piles, uh, dung piles, and then uh, somebody else comes along with a bucket loader and scoops up the giant piles of dung into a truck, and then you go just lay them in a giant field somewhere. But it does have to go somewhere, and it's amazing. And then it rains, and it gets into the groundwater. And yeah, the rest it's of amazing it. how much you produce. I mean, it's just it's just astonishing. Yeah, yeah. Like when I would scrape a pen, by the time I got to it in a feedlot, it would be a foot deep oh. through the entire giant oh. pen. Oh. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot. When you say a giant pen, help people uh, imagine God, what I'm, you're talking I'm about. I'm no good at that sort of thing. Really? Um, Size of a, a, a like a nice uh, dining room at a house. Size of a basketball court. It would be uh, thousands and thousands and thousands of cattle. Oh my gosh! With Jesus. um, yeah. So. Oh yeah. yeah very like very large. Your city park practically. Oh, bigger than that. Oh, bigger than your city park. Oh, that's a lot of poo. Yeah. Oh man. Wow. Um, Winnie the Pooh thinks that's too much poo. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was picturing the uh, the various protesters at the NBA games now dressing as Winnie the Pooh and with their free Hong Kong sh- T-shirts. I can't wait because uh, regular season starts tonight. So keep an eye on that, my friends. Yeah. Let us know what you see. Maybe email it mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. And we'll talk about it tomorrow. But back to the enormous piles of poo. Well, what would happen to society if we stopped eating meat, though? I mean, your vegan crowd claims you'd be, you'd be better for if it. If we but... could find alternate sources of protein so that we all didn't end up linguini armed submissive little sexless. semi sexless <laughs> uh, uh, l- l- uh semi men 
listening to Barry Manilow music and watching <laughs> and, and crying because it's too, it just makes me too sad. Mandy came of- and gave without taking and I sent her away. I just, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, do we want that society? Whole country full of people listening to emo music and watching Lifetime movies. And- God, your wife or girlfriend is saying, would you please get an erection? Would you please give me what I so richly des- and and you they just- kind of disgust me? I don't know. It's it I'd makes say me- because I haven't eaten any meat. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't feel up to it. I I'm just not need sure. Some protein. I don't know. Meat does what you guys think it does. <laughs> I'm not no. sure. It can't hurt. I'm not right. sure. I got the science yeah. to back up. Yeah. The, 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 I do. <laughs> I've read the papers. Yes. Eat some meat and then get on. Armstrong and Getty. I'm speaking to you tonight to give you a report on the state of our nation's economy and regret to say that we're in the worst economic mess since the Great Depression. A few days ago, I was presented with a report I'd asked for, a comprehensive audit, if you will, of our economic condition. You won't like it. I didn't like it. But we have to face the truth and then go to work to turn things around. Oh, you, you cut it off right before he said he was a stable genius. <laughs> um, that's Ronald Reagan addressing the United States when the debt reached $1 trillion. Oh, boy. And the president thought he should have a national address and tell everybody, look, we're in bad shape. This can't continue. Right. That has been completely abandoned by both parties. And if you go back further in history, there used to be uh, Democratic gatekeepers who are really concerned about how do you pay for this, how do you pay for that. They they saw it mostly as a uh, a moral, religious uh, thing way back in the day to not spend beyond your means. Mm-hmm. But now nobody cares. Right. No, neither party cares. Well, no, because you get power through spending money and spreading it around, and why would you limit your power on your basis to pay as you go? That's, oh, it's we're, just silly. We're leaving out the punchline in case you uh, don't follow this thing closely enough. That's Ronald Reagan in the 80s. So when we first hit a trillion dollars, we're now at $22 trillion, and nobody even mentions it anymore. Uh-oh. State of the Union address after State of the Union address where it doesn't even come up. Those of you who have run up giant credit card bills, you know the interest payments tend to pinch the old budget. Yeah. Nobody cares. Um, Apple autocorrect. It seems to be able to tell just when I'm about to press send, and then it switches it. Yes. And I often end up sending the wrong thing. For instance, my wife just sent a text to me, something about she's uh, she's not feeling good, and Henry's not feeling good, everything like that. I I text back, yipes. Except right before I hit send, it changes yipes to the apes, <laughs> which is an odd response. It really is. <laughs> I don't feel good, and neither does Henry. The apes. The apes. It's like a new retelling of the aristocrats or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God! Do you like non sequiturs? A banana. <laughs> Oh, boys. I'd like to thank Apple for changing <laughs> of to if all the time. Even though I was saying, I was thinking of you. 
Thank you. Because nobody ever uses of. It's an unknown word. Or well to wheel and wheel to well. They're both words. Yeah. I sent a text to my son. We were talking about music. And I said, I'm so bummed that I blah, 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 blah. And then I hit send and it had changed to bombed. (laughs) And for the record, I was not. (laughs) So there. Uh, Yesterday I was talking about critical race theory, which has kind of become a pet hobby of mine. Well, it's a terrifying religious cult uh, equal meets uh, totalitarian politics theory. Very popular these days. God, there's some great YouTube videos with various smart people explaining what's going on with critical race theory, um, walking you through where it comes from. And uh, it's exploded in recent years with various papers, a lot of them coming out of Harvard, taking us down that track. And then we got a text yesterday, somebody saying, look, in the seminaries, it's huge. And then so I did a little research on that and came across a guy who runs one of the biggest uh, seminaries for people who want to become Baptist uh, ministers. And this guy who runs this thing is full on. He's on the YouTube video. I am a racist. He's got a smile on his face. He's very proud of it. I am a racist. And so are you. We're all racists every single day. If we don't work toward, you know, he buys into that whole, we're all automatically racist, white people. Right. We're all automatically racist. We have been our whole lives, and we can continue to be racist. Mm-hmm. And the only thing we can do is engage in anti-racist activities. Ah, okay. Other worst, anyway, so we got this text. Thank you for covering critical race theory, Jack. My wife of seven years has recently bought into that theory full force. She now actively thinks that I am a racist because I don't support universal health care. The ideology has torn my family apart. Yeah, that's the argument from this guy with the new book out. Universal health care, if you don't support it, you are a racist. Because it would tend to help people of color some? He claims, and I'm not even sure that's true. Even if it were true, you can't put me in a position of, I either accept socialism or I'm a racist. That's exactly the position they're trying to put you in. Yeah, Right. And uh, the mm-hmm. other example was um, uh, eliminating college debt. I don't oh. think that that probably would help more black people than white people. But either way, that's another example of the one that if you're against that, you are not being anti-racist. Remember, not a racist is not an option, according to the latest thinking. You're right. either actively working on being anti-racist As or, we you, define it. or you are a racist. Right. Yeah, again, they get to define the term, so it makes it very hard to win this game. <laughs> Yo, son, this is Final Thoughts with A&G. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. That was uh, that was the hippity hop, wasn't it? Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. There he is, pressing the buttons in the control room. Michelangelo, final thought? Yeah, we did a story today about um, adults. There was rules they wanted to break because they couldn't do this stuff as a kid. Well, for me, it was it's now I eat pizza for breakfast, I eat on the couch, and I take long showers. So take that, Mom and Dad. Yes! Positive Sean, final thought. Yes, my favorite sports league begins its regular season today, the NBA. I'll be going to at least a handful of games this season. I'll be wearing uh, free Hong Kong shirts to at least one of them, and I'm going to be having my head on a swivel tonight to see who else is going to do so. Ooh, Quick prediction, wait. who wins the season? Uh, Like the NBA champ? Yeah. Uh, the Rock? Yeah, I don't know. I don't have an answer. The okay. Bucks? Ah, that's uh, not it. That's listen, stupid. Listen, don't listen to me. Stammering like an idiot. Marshall Phillips, our esteemed newsman. Final thought? I'll tell you, I, for one, I'm going to take my membership card. I'm heading back over to Costco for another round of tasty treats. I'm going to see how many times I can hit some of these tables before they really get ticked little, off. Little, little. Yeah. Sure. Pride. Who needs that? Jack, your final thought for us? I thought it was interesting that Sean Curry uh, covers the NBA closely, and you throw out three or four names, and none of them were the Lakers or the Warriors. Well, I find that interesting. Ooh. Anyway, we got this text. 
I was sending okie dokie to someone. They say something. I say okie dokie. Uh-huh. It got changed to obey donkey, <laughs> which would also be a weird response. The apes. That's how I'm ending all my texts now. My final uh, thought is uh, question as well. Who is the which is the party of the rich? You're looking at the richest congressional districts in America, the highest uh, GDP per capita, that sort of thing. You have to get to the 28th before you hit a Republican district. That's the amazing. Top 27 are held by Democrats. I, I guarantee you most people don't know that. Yeah. yeah. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people who thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have all the stories there, the videos we talked about. It's all posted. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. We'd love to hear from you. We will see you tomorrow. God bless America. You having a good time? Okay, I, I did not say okay. that. I've sat here for over three hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> that sucks. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say how very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good. And just change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words. It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're, you're, we're dismissed. Is that correct? Do you want to rephrase uh, what you're doing? There are good men out there, guys. Don't give up. Thought, like, all guys were evil, but it's not true. Armstrong and Getty.